Welcome back or welcome to the Micro Leadership Podcast. In this series, we will be talking to leaders from a whole range of different disciplines and different businesses. We'll be trying to understand how they got to do what they do now and what their journey has been like. Each conversation will focus on each person's story, the challenges they faced, the successes they've achieved, the failures they've come through, and of course, what they've learned along the way. Each of these conversations will be designed to help you to understand the journey that others take to become great leaders, so you can learn to develop and become an even better leader yourself. We really hope you enjoy this conversation. I'm so excited about today's conversation. Today I'm going to be joined by Marissa Nielsen. Now Marissa is part of the mastermind group that I've um, joined and has become a really good friend over the last couple of years. And she is, without shadow of a doubt, a complete rock star. She is the CEO of the Freedom Financial Group, a business that she's created and grown to um, to multi-million dollar size. She also is the host of the Live Life Rich podcast, and she is influencing and inspiring women all across the globe. You are going to absolutely love this conversation because Marissa just tells it straight. She's got such a great story, and I can't wait for her to tell you some of the background that's got her to be the influencer and the inspiration that she is today. Let's jump straight into this great conversation. So, hey, Marissa, thank you so much for uh, coming on the Micro Leadership Podcast. I am, you cannot say how excited I am about today's conversation. Uh, hi, Hayden. I am so excited to be here. Hello, hello to your audience. We are going to have a great few minutes together. So uh, stay tuned in because we got lots to cover here. Get, hold on to your hat. I don't know if they say that in the UK, they but sure hold on do. to your hat because we're, we're ready to roll here. I was going to say to the audience, absolutely. So knowing you as I do, hold on to your hat is a great phrase to open up this conversation because this is going to be, this is going to be wild, but it's going to be fun. So Marissa, I love the fact that I have you here. I'd love to be part of your your networking to get to know you as, as well as I have. So for our listeners, uh, Marissa and I are part of a, a network, uh, sorry, a, a mastermind community. Um, so we've known each other for a couple of years now. So for the benefit of our listeners, can you tell everybody, what does Marissa do? Share a little about who you are, what you do, and, and kind of give us a bit of your background. All right. Well, I do. I do several things, actually. I don't sit still very often. <laughs> So that's the first thing I do. I don't sit still. Um, I, I am the founder and the CEO of a seven-figure financial services holistic planning firm in the United States. And so we, we really are one, a one in-house. We, we handle all of their financial services from tax to legal to insurance, investments, the whole nine yards. Uh, so that I started from the basement of my home uh, when I was uh, just a young woman. And I'll tell you the story and how I started that with in just a moment. I also have, um, I, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I, I, I own a few businesses and I love, love, love it. I, I'm super passionate about a foundation uh, that I co-founded called the Foundation Latin America. We, uh, we build sewing schools for women all over the world. Um, 
and there's a story behind that story, which, you know, from, from beauty, from ashes to beauty, out of, out of ashes, the phoenix is rising and things can happen that are awesome in the world. Absolutely. And then, the, you know, I've got a couple of startups actually right now as well. Um, I've got a startup partnership and I've got a, a startup as a solo. Uh, so I've got two startups. I'm right in the thick of all wow. different levels and areas of business. And uh, yeah, I don't sit still and I sleep about four hours to six hours a night, if you're asking. <laughs> So that's the one thing that everybody just needs to know about, about you is you have got so much energy and so much passion for what you do. And I'm sure it's come across already for our listeners. But but share a little bit about because you, you referenced there about kind of the, the, the start of your journey. Uh, and yeah. I know a little bit of the story, but share for our listeners, where, where did it all begin for you? Yeah, so first, I, I was raised really poor. And in the United States, um, we were the poor of the poor in the United States. So I was a single parent household with my mom, eight kids. We came out of a highly, highly abusive family situation. My mom took us out in the middle of the night after my dad blew a hole through the ceiling with his shotgun, you know, and we, we left with the clothes on our back. And so my mom did the very best she could. And one night we're, uh, nestled around this little fireplace uh, lantern thing we had to keep us warm in North Dakota in the winter. It's like being in Scotland when it's really, really cold, you know, way up north. Or actually, it's more like Copenhagen. So bring on the sweaters. So if you've been to Copenhagen, it's more like Copenhagen. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're, we're around this fire. And my mom, I looked up at my mom and I said, man, we are, we're really poor, aren't we? And she said, yes, we are. But what are you going to do about it? And you can be a victim or you can be victorious. So it's your life is your choice. Your life is your choice. Be a victim or be victorious. And that led me to hearing a quote from Zig Ziglar that said, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you know, you can have the desires of your heart as well. Mm. And I, I totally slaughtered that quote, by the way. Sorry, Zig. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, a few years later, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And I was 17 years old and I got pregnant and, um, you know, got, got a few daddy issues there. I had my, my first child, my baby girl, and I was 18 when I had her. And I looked into her face and I realized I had to do something. I had to do something or we were going to be living three doors down from my mom in that trailer court for the rest of my life. Mm. And I, I wanted, I wanted to serve people. I knew I wanted to help people, but quite frankly, I just wanted to eat. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to survive. <laughs> I wanted to feed my baby. And so, um, my, someone gave me a shot and they gave me a shot to make phone calls for $5 to book their insurance appointments. And that's really how I started. I started with $5 and a dream on how to build something. And really it was driven out of feeding my baby. Mm -hmm. And that led to the next thing, which led to the next right step, which led to the next right step. And there was a lot of wrong steps, by the way, in between, yeah. but you know, that it, it started with nothing. It started literally with $5. And she mm -hmm. said, if you, if you make these appointments, I'll give you $5 for every appointment that you, you fill into the appointment book. Yeah. And I started smiling and dialing. I don't know if they use that <laughs> term in the UK, but I smiled and dialed. What that means is you pick up the phone. And back in the day, we used to have this thing called a phone book. Now we don't have those things anymore. We yeah. use iPhones and devices, you know, and Google everything. But yeah. we had this thing called a phone book and I smiled and dialed and I said, hey, you know, can, can they meet with you? And, and then, um, and then I started in the insurance industry and I got licensed and all the education I needed for the financial services side, but I literally started this base, you know, this business, this multi, multi, multi-million dollar business out of the mm -hmm. basement of my home. And it, 
it came from wanting to help people and wanting to not be broke. <laughs> and so I said, if I help enough people get what they want, I can feed my baby. I can live the life I want. And it became um, not just a passion for me, but a mission. Like yeah. now, it, now it's a mission in my head. How many people can I help with their financial world? How many people can I help with money and mindset? How many people can I get on the right track with as a thinking partner to use what they've got and bring together those resources and do that? So that's where I started. Yeah, and it, so I love that story, and and I've heard it a couple of times now, and obviously on your own podcast I've heard that, which we'll talk a little bit about uh, in a, in a short while, and and I just think that that real drive and passion to to just feed your baby, to be that initial primal drive, and out of that finding a, a from what what I understand from your stories, you found a tactic that you could work, and you work that tactic as hard as you can to get to yes. a point where you could take the next. So I'm really interested. One of the things that I guess I've, I've not heard um, from you is when, when was the tipping point where you took those ideas and those thoughts and you worked like literally worked your butt up to get there? When was the point where it tipped into being the successful business that it is today, the multi multi million dollar business? What was that moment? And can you remember that moment? And how did that feel? Yeah. Um, so my tipping point was when I went from me to we. Mm-hmm. when I went from me doing everything to we needed to do it together. And that's really where the mission was born. Yeah. When you go from me to we, who do you know that can get on board with what you do, how you do it and where you want to go? Who do you know that thinks like you? And so I began to add we to my, my vocabulary. And when I did that, um, my mindset changed uh, because not only was it a we for, for, my team, but I was now responsible for people. Hmm. Uh, I was responsible for people's paychecks. I was responsible to, you know, make sure that my kids got fed and my mortgage got paid and all of that stuff happened. But then I looked at these people who had faith in the mission of what we were going to do to serve people, to change the world, to help them. And, and I was like, wow, I I can't let them down. So, (laughs) Um, you know, it may be back to that maternal instinct yeah. again, that I don't, I didn't want to be in a place where people didn't get to feed their kids, or I had to say to somebody, I have to lay you off because I haven't made good decisions in my business. And so work in the plan. You know, the first thing I would say is, what's your vision? Mm-hmm. What's your vision of what you want out of life? And I knew that I looked at, your vision always starts and your passion always starts with what you love. Like, yeah. what do you love? What's most important to you? What do you love? And where that started for me is the tipping point was if, if I could do anything in the world, would I do this? Mm -hmm. And the answer to me was, yes, I would do this. And then I turned that passion into profit based on having a right plan. And I I know that that all sounds kind of hokey, but I'm going to tell you, if you're a startup today, or you're an entrepreneur that is in those first few years and you're not running a multi-million dollar, blah, 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 right? Not Good, yeah. good for you if you're running a multi-million dollar, blah, blah, blah. Good for Absolutely. you. Yeah. But I'm proud of you. That, that takes hard work. But as a leader, um, I need to recognize in that moment that people depend on me. And here's the question I asked. And it's really simple. Who will suffer if I don't move forward? Mm. It got me out of bed when I was broke. It got me out of bed when things were bad. It got me out of bed when you know, I was going through great personal issues in my world. I've, I've gone through divorce. Um, after my divorce, uh, someone stole my credit and I, I 
almost went bankrupt. I mean, it was just, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was br- yeah. like worst five years, five years of hell, five years of hell. It was awful. But you know, here's the question I'd ask you is who will suffer if you don't move forward? Because you have a gift placed in you. You have something that you were born and designed to do. And maybe it's just be the very best provider you can for your family. That's where I started. Be the very best provider I can. Be the very best mother and provider I can for my family. And so I looked at what I was good at. And I said, what are you good at? Because that's that's part of my inventory, my resources, Mm -hmm. my pantry. So if they call it pantries in the UK, what do they call it? Yeah, we we, we pantry. So it's kind of old fashioned word, but we still use it so yeah yeah we i'm kind of an old-fashioned girl so it works (laughs) out okay so we got these things called pantries here and i go to the pantry and i ask myself what do i got on my shelf to eat today what am i going to consume and you know my it could be hot or cold you know Mm -hmm. it's super cereal and so i'm asking the question what do you got in your pantry today because everybody's got a pantry everybody's got an inventory it's your experiences your talents the things that you're good at it is also the thing that the world will pay you for Mm -hmm. if you can solve a problem from your pantry yeah solve a problem and the world will pay you for it and i knew that people people were struggling in the financial world to kind of bring it all together, get it organized, bring it together, have a plan. And so I started doing planning before planning was sexy. I started doing planning, you know, 27 years ago Yeah. before we use those words like financial planners. Mm-hmm. I, I started way back before all that was really fun and sexy in the world. And I just put my head down and said, what would I want my experience to be if I was the person sitting on the other side of the table? Yeah. That's the tipping point. Yeah, I love that. And so, you 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 you've got a hugely successful business now, and, and I'm you know you've earned enough money that I guess you wouldn't really need to work if you didn't want to. You, you know, you're in a place where you've got that financial freedom to do whatever you want. So, yes. is it still the same question that drives you? Is it still that same question that says who's going to suffer if I don't show up today and don't move forward, or, or is there something else that drives you now to want to keep pushing and keep doing what you're doing and, and to keep doing the hours and, and, and everything that you are to build this, this impact and this influence that you're having around the world? That's a great question. I get, I get asked that question a lot because, mm. you know, if you, if you're in the States, you know, you know, I can retire. I, I, I own a mountain in Costa Rica, you yeah. know, like I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but what drives me is this, you know, who will suffer if I don't get up and go today? Hmm. Who, who will suffer if I don't use the gifts that I've been given to help someone else along? And so now, actually, I would tell you, it's even far more fulfilling because it's not just about me and it's not just about we, it's about the mission about them. And so now I look at the world and I go, man, now look what we can do. Look at all the resources, look at all the things, but you got to start wherever you're at. And I read a book years ago called Use What You've Got. Yeah. And it was really about that pantry, you know, story that I'm talking through. And that wasn't in the book that that's just something I, how I think about life is you, we all have a pantry. Mm-hmm. So go look at it. And my mom, when I was a little, when I was a kid, um, she used to put together, we, we call it these concoctions, all these different flavors of things, because quite frankly, we didn't realize we were actually that poor. She just didn't have anything to make. So she just <laughs> threw everything together in a pot and we ate it. And she was like, look at the new concoction I made. And we thought it was you know great fun. Um, what it was is we were just really poor. We couldn't afford chicken. (laughs) So, so, you know, you know, mom's, mom's diet recipe for us. But what I learned through that is 
you look around and use what you got and you throw it mm. in the pot and you figure out who can you feed with it. I just want to take a quick break here to tell you about the 66 day challenge. On October the 26th, there'll be just 66 days left of 2020. This has been a really challenging year for many. And yet we have an opportunity to end this year on a high and set ourselves up for 2021. The 66 day challenge is a structured framework that will enable you to build an empowering mindset and gear you up ready to enter 2021 and make it the best year of your life yet. You can join the challenge by clicking on the link in the show notes and we would love to have you as part of our next challenge. So without further ado, let's get back into this conversation. Yeah. Because you are the answer to someone's problem. You're the answer to someone's prayer. You're the answer to someone's moment in life where they say, I don't know what to do and I need help in this area or I need this service or I need this. Maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a service. Either way, whatever it is that you've got, someone needs it. And maybe it's just that they need you to come alongside them. Let's talk about leadership, mm -hmm. whether you're in the corporate space or you're in the entrepreneur space, either way, if you're in the corporate space, someone needs you to come alongside them and take their hand. If you're in the entrepreneur space, someone needs the product or service that you're selling. And so the more that you look into that and you say, okay, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is who I want to serve. This is how I can serve them. And this is the price in which I can serve them at the more that you have that flow through you to them, the more will yeah. flow through you to them. Yeah. So I just have a huge abundance mindset. I'm a money and mindset coach. I, I do almost, well, very, very little personal finance anymore. I have teams mm -hmm. all over the United States that do that. But in my, in my day to day, um, and it's one of the reasons I started the startups uh, this year is I said, I need to serve more people. How do we do yeah. that? And I brought together thinking partners. In fact, this mastermind, uh, that, that Hayden and I are part of, which by the way is brilliant. Please don't Absolutely. kick me out, anyone. <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, the thinking partner ideas, and I, I would just share with you if you don't have a thinking partner, you know, some people call them a coach, some people call them a mentor, some people call them a business associate or a colleague, whatever. Find a thinking partner group and get in it. Absolutely. Because they will up level you. And I've been up leveled. You know, I came. I came in some regards, you know, how people would regard this in some areas successful two years ago, but mm. I wouldn't have a podcast today if it wasn't for my thinking partners. I wouldn't mm. have, I wouldn't have started a, a, a worldwide organization now as a startup, which we have, we have members in Switzerland, we have members in the UK, we have members all over the world now. And, and, as part of that, I would never have had that if I wouldn't have my thinking partners. And I, and I love that because just the same, we, we, we joined that group together. And, and when you see how we're each stretched in our own thinking, and we're all coming from a different place. So we meet each other where we are. We don't uh, come with expectations of, of, of how people are, but we meet them where they are. But each mm -hmm. of us gets stretched in our own ways at the right point for us based on you know, what we're trying to achieve and what we're looking to do. And it's, I, I couldn't echo that more, is, is the importance of finding people and finding that inner circle who you can go to, who you can um, 
share and be stretched by in the right ways is so critical for our thinking. So I love love that thought. So share a little bit more about, so as you say, you're a money mindset coach. You've got your own podcast, which is fantastic. So um, if anybody is listening to this, loves podcasts, because clearly you're on this format, then Live Life Rich is, is just a wonderful, wonderful um, podcast that Marissa runs. And we'll put the details in the show notes. But share a little bit more about kind of what is your mission now? What's the, what's the, what's the, the difference in the world that you are looking to make? Yeah, we, you know, we, in all of my teams, we have a common theme in all of the teams, you know, in the, in the financial world, that's one theme of, you know, really coming alongside people with practical ideas and strategies so that they can grow forward financially from where they are to where they want to be in, in the other organizations, money and mindset, the live life rich, um, the things that we're doing as teaching partners, as thinking partners there in our empowered women community, uh, in the foundation, Latin America, across the board, all of these places. It's really about building like-minded teams of people who truly believe we can make the world a better place. We can change the world. And how we do that is, is we, you know, it's cool to change the world across on the other side of the world, but it's also really cool to change the world right where you live. Yeah. In your community, in your little town, in your village today, you make the decision, I see a need and I can help someone. I can serve them. I can make a difference today. How do I make a difference? With the gifting I have. I don't have to be something different. I can be who I am and make a difference. I don't have to be something different to make a difference. And mm-hmm. so how we do that today is we really come alongside people and we meet their needs and we ask the question, what do you need? Hmm. And how can I connect you to that. And maybe it's a thinking partner for business. Maybe it's a, maybe it's just the confidence. You know, I think this is an area where I'm going to speak to those of you who are struggling in this area of, I don't think I can. Yeah. And I want to just, let me just, let me talk about that real quick, because this was an area where I constantly struggle with this as no matter how successful you get, by the way, I know that I can, Mm-hmm. But then this little limiting belief, this fear, this junky talk in my head comes in and says, well, you did that, but could you do this? Mm-hmm. You did that, but could you also do this? I don't think you could do this. Mm-hmm. You should stay in your lane. You should stay where you're at. You yeah. should. And it's, it's fear and scarcity mindset as opposed to abundance and growth mindset. Yeah. You know, you want a better life. You choose a better life. You want a better life? My grandma used to say to me, you're not a tree. You're not planted in this spot. Get up, pick up your roots and go do something. Replant yourself and then bloom where you're planted. She used mm-hmm. to say to me, bloom where you're planted. Man, she was so great. She's so great. My grandmas, all the grandmas, high five to all the grandmas out there. <laughs> but you know, you as an individual today, when you think you're not enough, fight back that. And I start early in the morning because I know what works. I've got systems, structures, and strategies for everything. It's why I started the podcast. I've got systems, structures, and strategies for mindset. I want to help educate, empower, equip people to make good decisions across the board in their life. You know, there's five core areas that I talk about. Um, You know, health is one of them, health and fitness. Another area is your financials. Another is your emotional health, your spiritual health, your financial help, and your and just really thinking about your relationships because mm-hmm. you got to have good relationships around you. You got to have thinking partners. You got to have those people. So, yeah, if you're in that place where you're ever thinking not enough, I would tell you who do you surround yourself with? 
what are they speaking into you every week or every month? Because that's love, the difference maker. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and again, your your grandma's um, story there of uh, bloom where, 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 you, where you plant yourself, I think is wonderful. So there's, there's a couple of things we, we're, you know, obviously, as always on these podcasts, we're, we're running short of time, but there's a couple of things that I really would love to hear, hear from you. And the first of them is, what's the thing you've learned most about Marissa on your journey through all of the experiences you had and, and get on the podcast if you want to learn more about Marissa's journey, but through that journey, what have you learned about Marissa most? Here's what I've learned that no matter where you come from, it doesn't have to be where you stay. No matter where you come from, how good or how not so good sometimes, mm -hmm. that you, you are the captain of your ship. You are, the, you are the creator of your universe. You are the person that says who, what, when, where, and how. And so if you don't like the life that you're living right now, you know, I was in a really ugly marriage for a while, mm. a long time, actually, 21 years, and it was brutal. And I was just like, well, this is what I'm resigned to have to live with, right? And I, poor me, poor mm -hmm. me. <laughs> what I realized is, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Holy crap, get going, move, like do something different. Listen to your grandma. You don't bloom where you're planted, but choose where you're going to be planted at. Yeah. And what I've learned is this most is that I can because I choose. Mm -hmm. And we all have a choice, whether it ends good or not so good, it's a learn. And I, if I just keep taking the next step forward, I don't know if, they, if this is uh, popular right now in the UK, but they have a movie, a Disney movie out here. Um, and so forgive me for a moment here, but yeah. a Disney movie and it, and they've got, it's called frozen two. And there's a little snowman in frozen two and his name is Olaf. And he yeah. follows these two princesses around anyway, Olaf at the end of two spoiler alert, by the way, everybody's going to be mad at the UK at me. Spoiler alert. Olaf is about to die at the end of this second movie. And he's, and, and, Elsa looks at him and she says, Olaf, you're my best friend. I can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. What do I do? What do I do? And Olaf says, you can. You know, you know who you are. Just take the next right step. Just take the next right step. And he spoke life into her that day. And that's what I would say to you that are listening. If you're listening, you're listening for a reason to this podcast because you want to grow. You want to move forward. You want to go from where you are to where when you lay your head down in the, at night and you say, I'm struggling here. You want to go from that place of struggle. You want to go from pain island to pleasure island. Absolutely. Take the helicopter, right? Yeah. Don't take the rowboat. Take the helicopter. And how you take the helicopter is you get around people that have helicopters. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> they think different. And so what I've learned most about me is who I surround myself with and what I choose to start my day with early in the morning and what I choose, what I will allow will continue. Yeah. So what do you choose? That's my question for you. What do you choose? And that is such a powerful thought for anybody listening to this is to just recognize no matter how difficult things feel, no matter what's going on around you, you have a choice. Yes. And once we recognize that and build our awareness of the choices that we do have 
then we can regain control in our life, which is so powerful and so important for all. So I love that. I love that um, that that reflection of, of what you've learned through yours. So you've given already loads of value, loads of advice, loads of, of tips. But um, say there's some people who are, are and you're in the right in the in the in the thick of a startup and and kind of taking your mm. next business venture and, and making that success, which I have no doubt it will be. So. If there are other people listening to this who are out there who are either thinking of setting their own business up or maybe you're in that process of going through the startup phase, what's, 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 your, what's your top tip? What's the one thing that you would say to people about, you know, who are thinking of it, doing it, maybe aren't doing it because they're scared to, what would be your one, one, one tip? So here's my one tip. You get paid to solve someone's problem. And I don't care if you sell toilet paper today mm-hmm. or you are the grocery store manager who brings in the milk. I don't know what what it is that you sell, but whatever it is, we're all selling someone and we're all selling something and we're selling ourselves, mm-hmm. whether it's going into corporate America and you're, you're trying for the next job or it's, hey, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and this is the type of business that I own and operate today. Here's the here's the thing. I get paid big dollars for solving big problems. When I was new, I got paid little dollars because I was only able to solve little problems. So the better I got, the more I grew, the better I could solve problems. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to ask you, what problem do you solve? And, and if you're a startup today or you're a new entrepreneur, get really clear on your message. Make sure that that message can be said in three sentences or less and make sure that the message co- directly correlates with the community you're speaking it into. So your current client or your current customer and ask the question, you know, what do they need? Put yourself in their shoes. And then ask yourself the more important question, what is it they want? Because oftentimes people don't buy what they need, they buy what they want. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself the question, what do they really, really want? Play a Spice Girls song here. Now tell me what you want, what you really, really want, right? I like a little Spice Girls. Uh, I don't know if I could say that or not, but (laughs) sorry, you'd edit that piece out. Um, But you know, tell, tell me what you want. Yeah. Go, go ask the people, what do you want? And then how do you meet that need for them? And then man, have a plan, work the plan, but be willing to pivot the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just yesterday I had a workshop for 250 people registered. It got canceled due to COVID. Yeah. I said to my team, here's what we're going to do differently. And my team went, wow, this is going to be so much better than just doing a workshop for 250 people. We're going to do it this way. And we're going to have 2000 people. Mm-hmm. And we went, Wow. So it's about thinking about your pivot points. And that's because I have thinking partners around me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And uh, I love everything that you shared uh, um, uh, with us today. Uh, so if people want to find out more, because I, I, I can guarantee people will be listening to this and they say, I just need more Marissa in my life. So how do they get more <laughs> Marissa in their lives? Where can they find you? Well, you can find me on my Live Life Rich podcast. Uh, if yeah. you did, and then we are on podcasts everywhere. So, you know, Spotify, you name Apple, you name it, we uh, live life rich. If you just remember live life rich, which is what we all esteem to do. And it's not just mm-hmm. about the financial side of living life rich. It's about living life rich in all areas of your life, taking control of all areas of your life, because this is the life I get to live. I get to live exactly what I have chosen to live, regardless of circumstances. And you'll hear some of those circumstances, but really regardless of circumstances, 
I get to live this life. And so, you know, Live Life Rich is where you can find me. You can also find me at marissanielsen.com. Uh, I think Hayden, you'll have a link up for that. And yeah, you can absolutely. find all my show notes. There's a bunch of free downloads on my website that you can get uh, just to help you move along in this journey. And if you're an entrepreneur, especially um, for those that are in that startup to mid phase, we're, we're trying to figure out what it, what's our next right step. We're doing our very best every single day to do that. I've got some great pieces that are practical. How do you practically mm. apply this to your business world? Love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, we'll put all of those links into the uh, the show notes. So uh, if you want to find more Marissa in your life, which we all need, then uh, go to go to those links and you can get, you can you can do that. I've just got to say, it's been an absolute pleasure. We don't spend anywhere near enough time together, even though we, we see each other uh, once a month, it's never enough. So um, I've absolutely loved having you on the podcast today. And I just say a huge heartfelt thank you for, for your energy and your passion, your enthusiasm and your inspiration. Uh, it, it always, always takes me to the next level in my thinking. So I just want to say a huge thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. You are absolutely delightful. I know the leadership impact that you are making in your neck of the woods or your side of the world or across the pond or however I'm supposed to say it. <laughs> you know, Hayden is brilliant. I get to see him behind the scenes in his business mind and his strategy and as a thinking partner. And he has spoken words into my business, which you don't even know the impact of Hayden. And so if you if you have the opportunity to work with Hayden and, and have him speak into you and help you know, help you move forward as a thinking partner, telling you an amazing, amazing strategist in your midst. So thank, thank you, Hayden. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Thanks so much. We really hope you enjoyed this conversation just as much as we did. And if you have, then we'd love you to go to your podcast platform of choice and give us a rating. And what's more, if you've got friends who you know would also appreciate hearing the kind of stories of leaders who are making it in their particular chosen field and will benefit from listening in, then tell them all about it. The only way that we can grow this podcast is through you helping us to get the word out there. So we'd really appreciate if you can share it with those people you know who would also benefit from listening in. Thanks very much and we look forward to sharing our next conversation with you. Thank you.